you're listening to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and I believe that every one of you has a wealth of potential just waiting to come out. And I'm here to help you reach that potential. So now, here's the Aim to Win podcast. Welcome to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and today I'm delighted to have with me Alundas Havens. Alundas helps people recalibrate their mindset to achieve their goals, whether it's battling an addiction, transitioning from one workforce to another, overcoming limited beliefs, trauma, or even struggling to find their purpose. He helps reassure people that what they are going through is common. And they will prevail if they use a lot of energy to do so. I can say one thing. His goal is to inspire more people to be themselves, and that means doing what may seem unpopular if they feel that it's right in their heart. So welcome to the podcast, Alundas. Thank you, brother. It's an honor to be here, man. So... I just have one question that, you know, to get everything started so everybody knows who they're talking to or who's Absolutely. talking to them. And that is, tell your story. How'd you get to where you are? A- Absolutely, brother. So for me, it's been a roller coaster. Um, I battled limiting beliefs, you know, just kind of had those labels on me and uh, really just wasn't living the life for me for, for a large period. So uh, to add context, parents had me 1921. So they're still young, partying, doing uh, crazy things. So it was one of those seeing it. Um, about four or five years old, you know, and it was something where I became to think that things were usual people coming out, having parties, seeing drinking, all the things that go into it. Uh, don't really, you know, we can go into that, but that's another thing. So it was kind of one of those for me where it was having those limiting beliefs and my dad being the tough one. So shut the hell up and super macho. So it was like having that, you know, dude's a hustler. So great thing taught me how to be a hustler that I had a stepdad in there that was, you know, working hard labor. So he came with these thoughts. Problem is, is he had these, you know, radical racist beliefs sometimes and say just off the wall shit. And I was just like, bro, my family's from Mexico. So it's just one where it's like, uh, I don't agree with everything you say or, you know, uh, immigration or something. And I was just like, no. So for me, it was really one of those where it was learning your audience, you know, how to learn that um, externally from in the house of what to say around my dad, my stepdad, my mom, you know, friends um, to where it was like not being able to be myself and really dealing with these things, battling it. Uh, me and my stepdad got in a fight. I got kicked out of the house, you know, back the next day, because it was one where he was talking about hating group people and who do you hate? And I said, I hate everybody equally. It's equality. And it was one for me where it was like, I just challenged every single thing because I didn't believe it. You know, I didn't believe some of the things they were saying, some of it. Oh, you know, you should chase your dream. Why didn't you do it? Oh, I had you, you know, I have a kid. So it's so much harder. Um, it it's difficult to go to school. Like, I, I don't want to do these things. So it was like, I don't want to live that for my life, you know, to talk about college being difficult or not being able to do it. Um, in my case, it was, you know, knowing I needed a way out from home because things weren't going well. I was being strategic, you know, and in, in how I kind of was going about things and, and, uh, having friends. And it was like making my own money, you know, and making sure that I didn't get in trouble, getting good grades, you know, doing sports. But it was like, Hey, this isn't for me. I need to move on. Um, ended up going to the Marine Corps. Even when I go to the Marine Corps and leave home, had a life changing event. My stepdad, uh, thought my mom was having an affair while I was having, uh, a party for on boot leave. So he almost shot my wrestling coach about a centimeter from his face. And it was one of the things that pissed me off, you know, had the SWAT team run through, wake up my brother and sister, they're screaming. And it was something, you know, also walked by the cop car when he's talking, he again, you know, starts saying wild shit like he does. And it was one that pissed me off, you know, and I was had that hatred, you know, wanted vengeance back. And, and that's the way I was thinking. So it was difficult because it was you know, reframing my mindset to get away from home for those reasons to work on myself. And then having something even worse to where it's like, I'm okay with ending my life over this shit. 
I'm okay with this because of, you know, the, the factors that were around it. So really kept pushing into that was in the Marine Corps, 19 years old was my own boss. Uh, good thing is I was able to accomplish a lot of tasks and get things done. Bad thing is, is, you know, when you don't heal trauma and all those things, they pop up later on. So it's just success, you know, as they say, money amplifies it. That was it for me. You know, it was being my own boss, letting that ego go to my head. Um, and then it was, you know, drinking heavily. So it was one of those where it was like, me and the wife were together um, when we first were together and I was drinking a gallon of whiskey and eventually was able to pull myself out of that and um, really struggled once I got out the military. I tore all the cartilage in my right knee, like I was saying, and, uh, you know, went into these jobs, home improvement sales. It was great, but it wasn't a fit for me. The company didn't update their, their price book, you know, then went over to a mortgage brokerage and had some adversity and working on my business management degree at the time. One sec. Uh, so working on my business management degree and failed my mortgage exam three times. And it was one where I was like, Hey, I've never dealt with this level of adversity and sort of failing things. I normally just went through it, had the good grades, you know, even in college, didn't really try sometimes because I was like, Oh, I don't like this class. And it was still passing it. So ran into it and it was alignment. You know, I was talking to these kids who got off mom and daddy's couch and they're talking about, oh, why don't you have a Mercedes? And if you don't have a Mercedes, you're broke. And I'm like, man, I got a family. We just had a miscarriage. Like all these things that are happening. I got three dogs. So I'm grinding and working at it every single day. Um, and it was really like looking at it and saying, yeah, you know, some of these people have money. They work their ass off. Yeah, I respect them. But for me to not pass this test and get mad at myself that I'm a failure doesn't make sense because all these other things I've done, I've accomplished, I'm physically fit. You know, So it was one where it was like, you've done more then what you got. So just be graceful of it. So went into a week before uh, my daughter was born, started the Winner's Paradigm podcast. And that's really where my life took off. It was, you know, talking to people, talking about recalibrating mindsets. So talking about some of the inner beliefs of when I was younger or seeing things or, you know, when, uh, you know, yelling at my kids, for instance, and being like, oh, I want to be this way. And then being afraid to have a son because I was like, yeah, my dad was so tough on me. I'm going to want my son to be tough. So it was, you know, learning through that. So when that does happen in the future, I'm able to be uh, set up, ended up joining a podcast group. So really worked myself up and then partnered with my mentor, Zach Babcock, uh, to start a business together. So it's kind of went full circle. I never thought some of those things would happen, but really when you're in the right place, right time, a little bit of luck, because again, you know, you got to be able to do it. So had a bad day with my last job and um, I was like, yeah, you know, they, uh, what happened was my, my nanny moved to Minnesota. So I'm taking care of the little one, making sales calls. While I'm doing that, the job says uh, I give them a corrective action plan because I'm working 60 to 80 hours. So I let them know and said, hey, you know, doing all this, here's a corrective action plan. We don't have a nanny. I'm literally holding the baby, making sales calls. Wife gets home, hitting more calls until 9, 10 p.m. And then I do my homework. And the job said, is your heart still in this? Is this still what you want to do? And that's where I knew, all right, I need to get out of here. So ended up, you know, going to that uh, podcasting group. And that was where Zach was just like, yeah, man, like I see a lot of potential in you. Um, we can start a business together. So for me, that was huge because it was me projecting, oh, I'm going to start a business in 10 years. And then accomplishing that with the person who I've kind of listened to the whole time while I've been on this growth journey. Great story. So thank you. So, um, well, it's kind of interesting that you hooked up with, with Zach. You know, what are some of the big learnings that you've, you've had from him? It's been a lot. Uh, I would say the first thing is just composure, but not only composure, it's just the ability to be flexible and adapt. Um, and I know that's something I should already know. 
and I should have already went through with the military and how things were. But the difference is, is a lot of times people act like chickens with their head cut off mm-hmm. and they're just, ah, we got to make this or, or it's such a big deal. And they're so emotionally invested in their way of figuring it out or the process that they normally do that when you need it directly shift, like me and Zach pushed out an offer, right? Something was missing. It bounced. Like it, we got a couple clients, but a couple clients isn't what we thought of. We thought, oh, we're going to help all these people. We're going to do this. But when we went in, we implemented something new in there. It worked or, you know, come to him with a problem. And it's one of those, like you go to entrepreneurs with problems are going to give you solutions pretty damn quick. So I'm like, Hey, this is what we should do. And I'm bouncing off the walls with all these ideas I've researched and people I talked to. He's like, why don't we just focus on one thing? And this is what we're going to do. And he's like, all right, sounds like you have the research. You did this. We'll do that. And I'm kind of like, you know, had that ego to where it's like old me would have been like, hey, no, this is what we're doing. But at the same time, it was being able to know that, hey, he's been there. He's done that. He's obviously launched a couple a business. He's done so many things now uh, to where it was like, yeah, that makes more sense to be able to do that. So just being flexible with it, because even for me, you know, starting the brand, um, I was emotionally invested in one thing and thinking one way. And that's where he was just like, hey, you know, even for the name, I wanted six-figure entrepreneur booking services. Um, and then he's like, what happens if you do marketing? Now are, are we changing it? Are we rebranding? And I'm like, <laughs> all right. You know, so it's kind of having that outer layer, but mm-hmm. really when it goes down to it is you're going to come with any problem as you do with any successful entrepreneur. And they're going to give you that answer and be like, hey, this is it. And sometimes it's more simple than what we thought of. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. You know, and it's really it was just a good illustrative point because I think it's so important that you surround yourself with the right people. Absolutely. And and how do you how do you go about doing that? How do you recommend that people you know look to be intentional about who they surround themselves with? That's a good one, um, and that's one thing I'm really big on. You know, it's evolved over time in how aggressive I used to be with it because again, you know, when I stopped drinking, it was pretty rough. Um, I definitely learned that with a uh, you know, let's go out to the bar. Nah, man, I don't do that no more. And it was like, why don't you want to go to the bar? Because I don't put myself in situations that I know I'm not going to be able to get out of. And in my case, it's like, yeah, I can be at the bar. But at that time, I didn't have that discipline. Um, So it would have been, you know, one, two turns into 10 or 15 versus, you know, being like, hey, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to focus on this and put my energy here. Um, So really, when you dialed it in, and in my case, it was, you know, quitting the job to start a business. I got the, you know, why would you want to start a business? That's dumb. So I click clearly knew, hey, don't talk to these people because I'm in on the business and that, and they're going to drag me down with their limited beliefs or whatever. You know, they could have good intention, but it's one of those where it's like, I've already told you that I don't want to put my life in somebody else's hands and, you know, keep running this, working 60 to 80 hours when it's like at the same time, you know, um, I had to take two weeks off from when my daughter was born and they were not going to give me like any leave for it. They're like, no, you know, you, we can charge you on uh, all your vacation days. So it was something where it was like, I finally got to step into my rule and then got these people around me. Um, and it was, you know, people that were really dialed into what they were doing. So at the same time, you know, kind of, for example, um, I actually went to Zach's event and we're talking about, you know, surrounding yourself with good people. And it was one of those in one of the gentlemen there, Larry Hagner, uh, he has a podcast called the dad edge, amazing gentleman. And he was talking about, you know, when you have those inner circle, for instance, um, you need to have the people around you that are going to be able to regulate you. And, and when you're messing up, you know, for instance, he was saying like us guys, you know, yeah, we go to the bar, we go eat lunch and you see one of your friends is flirting with a waitress, but he's married. 
that's something when you pull them aside and you're like, Hey man, that's not cool. You know, what's going on? You guys having problems and you guys address it and work through it so they can help you. Cause that's what you guys are doing as friends, you know, is you're being the leaders, you're influencing each other, you're working together. So it's something where it's like, you just don't let them do these bad things because you hold yourself to a standard um, and you help them, you know, and if your friends are dialed in on what they're doing and it's all this consistency, it's going to just rub off on you. Same as, you know, vice versa. So that's really what I found, you know, with surrounding myself with the right people is I, I like to go into the mindset and, and, oh, the underdog and prove people wrong, but it's really not that, you know, if you guys are all about the same thing, you're working on each other in all areas of life, they're going to be focused on the good things. Like they're not going to care about the negativity. They're going to push those things out. And I would definitely say that, you know, some of the people I met through podcasting, I'm closer with them than anybody I was prior to in life because they understand that, you know, they've been through that, they've done that, they're aligned to their mission. Um, they're like, hey, this is what I specifically want to do is help people for this reason. So that's what they do versus people who kind of don't know. That's where you're going to run into those, you know, why are you starting a business? Why are you so invested in the podcast? Why do you read books? Are you a nerd? And it's like, yeah, I absolutely am because I need to find knowledge on what I'm interested on so I can be able to, you know, have these uh, genuine conversations. So, so what are some of those, some of those books that you read? Absolutely. So I'll tell you the first one. So when I first started working with Zach, he said, read the one thing by Gary Keller. And it went back to, you know, being intentional. Um, some of the things we do is time blocking and we say we do time blocking, but that's not really what we do. You know, we don't put the phone down for 30 minutes. We have the phone for 10 minutes and 20 minutes of the task. So that was something I did where it was like, hey, you know, be more intentional here. Um, I worked the 60 to 80 hours. So I wasn't there for my wife before our daughter was born. When she was born, I made sure that, hey, I take care of the daughter and I still have time for my daughter and my wife. So it was one where, hey, eight o'clock, you know, get off work at four or five, turn off the phone, stay off your phone for a little bit, you know, and, and really spend time, tap into it. So one thing, Gary Keller, um, two, what I would have to say is uh, Unfuck Your Business by Thomas Keenan. Uh, I really loved his book because he was just kind of talking about some of the systematic problems we have and uh, just a lot of things we go through as entrepreneurs. And it was something for me where it's like, we got to get out of our own way. And that goes into the things, you know, it's researching, it's figuring out for finances, it's, you know, whatever it may be, it's just figuring that solution out. You know, like there's the difference between getting it done, not getting it done, or stalling it out or doing our processes that we think are efficient. But instead, you know, we can hire someone out externally, they can come into it um, and then amp up our products. Or at the same time, we can just become good friends with them. Hey, what are you doing that's working well? How could we be able to do that? So it was really, you know, getting me out of my comfort zone and learning like, hey, people don't care. They just want the finished product. Um, and one of those things, you know, is by detailing that journey, talking about it as we do on our platforms. And we're like, hey, this is literally where we've been at with the business and that, you know, like in my case, we had a killer offer. I thought it was a killer offer. The market didn't say that. So what do you do? You change and respond to the way that the market is telling you because we can't create people to want the desire and need of our product. We got to be able to put that into them and be like, hey, this is what we have here. You know, so in my case, it was adding ad campaigns back in. Oh, you guys do ad campaigns? Oh, could you tell me more about that? And it was like, it went from me selling it and being like, ah, to me, like just talking about it and like, yeah, this is what we do. And people were like, oh, so what do you do? And asking me more questions versus, you know, before where something was missing, so it didn't work well. Excellent. So, so one of the things I think that people can really relate to is, is you had a number of kind of losses, if you will. Absolutely. Throughout your, your early you know, life and career. Um, how do you kind of change that and start getting to wins? What do you, what do you advise people? 
Good question. And and I'm going to go back to it as well. Um, I had five good friends now that passed away and my grandfather who kind of was always that role model that filled in. Um, reason why I say that is that was peak, you know, drinking phase is when grandfather passed away. And uh, it, I was really getting out of the drinking then, but it was one where like, it really hit me. And that's where that void was. And that's where I was just like, man, like, I got to be appreciative of this. And that's kind of where the wins first started happening. It was like appreciating like, man, I got my own house at 20. Yeah. 23. So 23 bought our own house. So it was like, bro, we got our own house. We're able to relax like back home. Yeah. We had a house, but this one's nicer. So it was like appreciating that, you know, being away from home, doing it on my own and really looking at the process and be like, I could play the victim so much. Um, I never really did. My parents didn't really let me. They were like, always shut up, get over it. So it was one of those where it's like, yeah, I didn't really think about it, but what I was doing and I would always get in trouble for it. So it's kind of funny. Podcasting led me to, or this led me to podcasting uh, was like, I was always talking to people. And if I connected with them, I would talk too much and say things, but that was me like being invested in that relationship and that, because that's the way my mind works. You know, if we connect, then I'll talk to you about anything. But if not, and we do this small talk and it's like one of those where I try to ask open-ended questions and you shut them down, then that's not us. You know, we're not in alignment. I'm not going to want to talk. So it was really looking at those, being grateful of it, of, Hey, you know, I've accomplished this much. I've done that. Um, and then seeing it full circle. And even throughout the journey, like I just graduated college, for instance, and it was like, you know, I said I was going to do it, even though I didn't like it anymore. It didn't align with me. Started my own business. And I felt like it was coming in the way because it's not teaching me how to make money. It's teaching me, oh, this is what organic leads are. Like, okay, I know what the textbook definition is, but is this talking about Facebook ads, Instagram? You know, what are we doing that's going to be able to get us money back in return? So it was like, that was the, you know, blueprint per se, as they say. And for me, it was getting through it. And then being like, you know, it's funny is I actually got put in a couple of classes and even put in three extra math classes because I failed the entrance exam. And in, uh, high, in, in high school, I actually took a state test and I just like bubbled everything in. They put me in a far, it was like in far, far below reading level. So they put me in this class where like literally they're about to hold your hand and walk you through it. And it was just being glad about that to where it's like, yeah, at the time, like I was disrespected. I felt like that. And I was just like, I'm not stupid, but it was one of those where it's like, yeah, I put myself in that position. I got out of it. So kind of looking at the end game where it's like, yeah, you can be able to do things. You just got to be grateful in the moment of, you know, who you are, the things that you overcame, whether or not, you know, you survived, you're not dead. All right. That's the first one, you know, to start just collecting the little wins. So it could be, you know, setting your clothes out the night before. So the next morning you're ready to just jump out of bed and do that. You know, uh, for me, I have a lot of problems as well. Uh, joint problems, shoulders, hips, knees, elbows. So I feel terrible most days. So it's like, all right, you know, if I wake up, feel a little bit better, can get a workout in in the morning. Perfect. If I can't, cool, put CBD on all day and then I can feel better at nighttime. So it's one of those where it's like, I took the complaining about it. I can't do this. I can't run to being like, no, this is what's going to happen. These are the actionable steps that's going to allow it. And then you start feeling better. So I'd say, you know, the faster you can start filtering out that negativity, you can really start working through it. Um, you can really, like we talked about, you know, surround yourself with the right people. All these things are in a line. So it's not something that it's one or the other. You know, you don't just, collect wins and then make a little bit of money for your business, but then you're not physically fit. So you can't show up for your family or now you got health problems, which costs more than actual uh, eating clean and, and, you know, doing the other work. So it's one of those. So, so kind of once you get to that point and you're winning, um, should you stop or where should you go from there? Uh, that's a good one. And, and I definitely realize that because 
because I know a lot of times we take our foot off the gas pedal. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say it's just more continual, you know. Yes, you know, you can be able to celebrate a little bit. So, like, for instance, like, uh, I took a week off because last August was insane for me with just the amount of work there, you know, putting in new clients, fixing our offer, learning like crazy. So learning a little bit of ads and then I'm learning how to make my own reels. So it was like, all right, you know, how do I chop this up? I need to put time here. So I took some time off, you know, and I just really relaxed, hung out with family, played a little bit of games. Um, and it was one where it was like, I'm just going to decompress and then journal and get through this process right now so I can be able to get back on. Because the more we do, or for instance, like I have a couple clients and I know that I got to be able to get them on shows or do certain things for them. So I do a little bit every single day because I know that if I wait till one day and I'm like, oh, I'm going to reach out to 50 people, it's not going to happen within one hour because now I got LinkedIn going off. I got all these things going off. So I got to reply and set up calls. And it's one where it's like, if I don't even just be intentional with that time, in and put a little bit there or every day we're doing this you know we're going to read one page i said 10 pages but it got to it to where it's like i got so much going on sometimes to where it's like 10 pages i i overthink it so i just say no nah, i'm gonna read one page and then one page i'm like oh this is good i'm gonna keep going and if i don't like the book i just stop reading it because i actually had a book like that recently it was a guru's book and uh love the guru but it was just all their content was uh it was like a compilation of all their content in a book and i was like bro i've watched all your videos like i'm not gonna read this book talking about the same things uh he talked a little bit more on faith and it was cool but it was like i've watched all the videos so it was really learning about your time and then saying hey what works for me what doesn't in my case it's hey getting one percent better it's doing the little bit thing so it may mean read a page it may mean you know watch uh for instance like you could either read an article every single day for 30 days and then now you have more to talk about that topic or you can watch a youtube video so in my case it's like watching videos intentionally being like hey i'm gonna know this so next time i have a conversation and then when i get in the rooms with the other people you know have these new podcast interviews um it's things where i'm like oh now i actually know what we're talking about versus before where i'm like uh what what is that you know what are we talking about business again <laughs> Right. So, so what is, you know, as we're talking to uh, entrepreneurs and, uh, and corporate leaders, you know, you've had a lot of good, you know, a lot of good things to think about. What's the one thing you think they should really do tomorrow? Like right off the bat. Write your core values down on a piece of paper mm -hmm. and then ask yourself, are you living by them? <laughs> uh, I would say for me, I made mine in a corrective action plan. And the reason why I did that was for that fact of knowing what it is. So I have true to self, self-reflection. So I got to look myself in the mirror. I got to be able to say, hey, you know, do I look good physically? Um, how do I look? How's my skin? You know, do I need to take care of myself? Then it goes to the self-reflection, you know, where I journal a lot of it because it's helped me process a lot of uh, emotion and finally be able to kind of let those emotions go. Not so much as suppress the emotion or control the emotion. You know, I want to be able to realize like, why am I angry? Where do I feel it? You know, work on the breath work. Um, then from there, it goes into transparency and accountability. Like I can't be on this podcast talking about what I'm doing if I don't do it. So I got to live it. Right. Yeah. So one of those. And then the last thing is I have learning and application because I can learn all this knowledge, you know, like we talked about, oh, what kind of books I can read all the books in the world. And I was doing that. But the problem was I get through 20 bucks in a year. I don't remember anything. So I just take one thing from that book and I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to be intentional with my time. I'm going to learn this about marketing. I'm going to learn more about headlines. So next time I come to this book, I can learn something else. So it was one of those where it's like, 
oh, okay. Like slowly you start building all these little things. And when it went back to the core values, it aligned me to see as well, like what kind of clients do I want to work with? So I had one, you know, the other day where, um, two, excuse me, two different clients. First one, you know, they had another person of their team and they were controlling and was asking questions and metrics driven. And it just seemed like it wasn't going to be a fit because anything I would do wouldn't be to their standard. And they kept asking like, what do you define success as? And I was like, well, why are we talking about what I define success as versus you in what it looks like when we work together? Like we've already established what that's going to end up like. And in their case, you know, they, they keep wanting this. So it was me learning that, yeah, there's certain holes I need to fix or certain things that don't sound uh, good metrics wise. So fix that. But then it was like, yeah, this isn't a fit for me because second conversation, we're still getting aggressive the way we talk. And I was like, we shouldn't get aggressive at all. And then having another client where it was, you know, looking at it and they're in the game of being better than everyone. And I was like, that's not what I'm looking to do. You know, I'm not looking to openly be on a conversation and be like, hey, wait, I'm better than you. I'm going to be better than this podcast. Like, I don't care. You know why? Because we work together. We work together. We get further. You know, we can use the connections as that. We can learn from each other versus like immediately once that went on, like I'm building my company. It's bigger than this and that. You know, a guru told him something that was true and his feelings got hurt. And I'm like, well, that's why, you know, you're so prideful. You have this ego. And I was like, in the future, we can work together. But right now we're not aligning from a core value standpoint. So it doesn't make sense for either of us to waste our time. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons, you know, is if you can figure out what you're both aligned to and if it's similar, boom, you got a deal match made in heaven. But if not, like you're going to be spinning your wheels, getting angry, like you shouldn't waste any of your time on that. Excellent. Excellent advice. So I have one more question before I let you get out of here. Absolutely, brother. And that is, how do people find you? Absolutely. So you can find me Instagram, Alundis underscore Havens. Uh, podcast is the winner's paradigm.com and the winner's paradigm. And that's the easiest way to find me. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on today. A lot of good inspirational advice for everybody. And, and I encourage everybody to go out there and find you and, uh, and connect. Absolutely, Wade. I appreciate you again for letting me have letting me come on. Thank you again, brother. All right. Um, and thank you for listening to the Aim Twin podcast. As always, follow us, like us, all that good stuff on wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.